welcome everybody to the Everything Cast. I'm your host, Wyatt, and with me, I have my co-host, Evan. What up, what up, everybody? Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Wyatt, Evan, what is the Everything Cast? Well, I'm glad you asked. You see, the Everything Cast, here on the Everything Cast, we're going to talk about everything. Hence why it's called the Everything Cast. You see, in me and Evan's short 20-ish years of life, we've lived a lot. And we want to share these experiences with you. The good, the bad, the pretty, the ugly, the things that make us cringe, the things that make us laugh, right? Uh, And so, and I hope that you guys can just relate. You see, uh, we, we've uh, we've done quite a bit, and uh, we just want to share some of these experiences with you. Uh, the The overall goal of this whole podcast is to uh, spread positivity. That's that's all that's all that I want, and I know that, that that's all that you guys want, and Evan also. So, with that being said, um, some of the things that some of the, like the actual topics that we're gonna discuss is uh. Basically everything from, say, uh, combat sports to uh, just sports, viral videos, drug addiction, mental uh, mental health, mental awareness, um, sports. So literally everything. Viral. Uh, I already said that, didn't I? Viral videos. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so, yeah. And... Uh, but most importantly, uh, the the overall goal is just to uh, help each other out. That's all that we want to do. We just want to have a conversation that's going to make people laugh, make people forget about the problems for their day, uh, or at least for the duration of this podcast. And uh, I do just want to try and leave the leave leave the world a little bit better of a place than when uh, when 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 we got here. And uh, especially with the me- mental health side of things, because, you know, with the last year, uh, the whole entire world went through a pandemic. Right. And uh, called the COVID-19, as I'm sure we're all aware. <laughs> and uh, I know uh, COVID messed up a lot of people mentally. And uh, as somebody who do- who struggles with uh, me- mental health. Uh, I, I know it's important to have solitude and friendship and companionship and to find that spark in life. And, uh, you know, these are all things that uh, I, I personally struggle with, right? Uh, I oftentimes find myself feeling lost. I oftentimes find myself struggling. Luckily enough, I got a good support system around me with my girlfriend. I got my daughter. I got a, a strong uh, immediate family, right? I'm a mama's boy. I ain't afraid to admit that. I call my mom multiple times a week. You know, she's she's my rock, and I love her. And, uh, yeah, Evan, if you want to talk about some of the things that uh, keep you grounded and solid. Yeah, it's um, definitely a lot going on, uh, especially times like these. You're talking about COVID, and currently I'm actually quarantined right now. Uh, I just moved to Korea, and I've been in the dorm 
kind of lockdown situation for about uh, nine days now, 10 days. And it's definitely challenging. It's not my first time in quarantine, but first or your fifth time, regardless, it's, it's kind of difficult. You know, you can't really do much. You're confined to a certain amount of space with a certain amount of things to do. And you can only do so much before you start getting a little thinking a little crazy and get just bored out of your mind. Uh, friends and family are a huge part, you know, talking to people and socializing as much as people don't really realize it, it plays a huge role in your day to day and your mental kind of health. So, you know, check up on your friends, family, always calm, see how they're doing. Just shoot them a text. If anything, um, times are still tough. We're still trying to recover from the COVID pandemic. Uh, it's definitely getting better uh, in some places. And yeah, just keep yeah. Keep I, I think yeah, I think you hit it right on the uh, right on uh, the nail on the head. Uh, reaching out, reaching out to your friends. Uh, some sometimes something just uh, as simple as a, just a little text. It can go so so far. Uh, I know uh, for for myself, I oftentimes find myself thinking like nobody actually cares, and so sometimes, uh, yeah, that text, that text from a friend that you haven't talked to in a couple of weeks, just saying, "Hey, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I hope all is well." It's like it's nice to know that you're on other people's mind as as much as you think about them, you know. But uh, what are some of like actual things that help you get through uh, like your quarantines and stuff? Uh, so personally for me, uh, I'm really big into gaming and stuff like that. So, you know, whether it's Call of Duty, Minecraft, you know, whatever you prefer to keep your mind busy and kind of off the topic of you can't really do much other than that. Uh, Netflix. There's some some decent shows on there every once in a while to check out. Uh, family and friends are the biggest one. Just hit them up. Just strike a conversation like, hey, how you doing? It uh, doesn't matter how long you haven't talked to them before. Sometimes that's the best feeling in the world is uh, getting a message from someone you haven't talked to in a long time and getting, you know, to understand how, yeah, how they're doing and what they've been up to. Fun and exciting stories. That's my favorite. Um, you know, there's always something new going on with everybody. Everybody's dealing with their own things, and it, it makes a difference uh, to hear from other people, good or bad, you know, just to be able to talk to somebody. Family, yeah, uh, mom, dad, cousin, relative, no matter what, give them a call and just, you know, I'm sure they got more than enough to uh, talk about, and they'd love to hear from you. So. Give them a call. Yeah. So how do you how do you make that work with the whole time zone thing? Because I I know for me right now it's five forty in the morning. Yeah. So so that is a challenge. Uh, currently it's about seven forty p.m. Uh, Friday. <clears throat> so I'm not too sure. I think it's a about fourteen hour fifteen hour difference from you. I want to mm-hmm. say. Um. So that's. That's always kind of tricky, trying to get things worked out and um, kind of coordinated. Um, but 
for family and stuff like that, it it it's not too bad. Usually in the morning they're still awake, and it's in the later afternoon for them. So give them a call. But during the end part of my day, it gets, you know, there's not too many people to talk to. It gets pretty quiet. Uh, that's uh, one of the challenging things. But in time zone, it's 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 not too bad. Yeah. Well, uh, what's uh what's your favorite show on Netflix right now? <laughs> so currently, um, I've been binge watching Shameless. I've never oh, seen it before. Oh, so good. I've I've heard so much about it, and I've never really given it a chance um until a few i think it was about two months ago maybe or a month ago uh uh-huh. started watching it and instantly got hooked um uh, yeah, actually awesome. to the last season i haven't started it yet i just finished the ninth season yesterday and been waiting to one all right i don't know about new but the the last season so that's that's pretty much what i've been up to and then watching some you know some documentaries here and there kind of just learn yeah. information and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm so a big big fan of documentaries. Lately, I've been uh I'm quite a few years behind on the show that I'm watching. It's uh Naruto Shippuden. I'm on season 3, the beginning of season 3. I still got like 500 something episodes to go. And uh but dude, I'm I'm loving it, man. It's so good. It's so good. I, I know I'm way behind and no, I'm not new to anime. It's just uh it's hard to find dubbed uh, uh, Naruto, as I'm sure a lot of you can relate. But uh, I, I found a place to watch them, so I'm watching them. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, so Evan, you know how uh, you know people say that unicorns are hard to find, right? Mm-hmm. And that uh, there's a lot of debate if they actually even really truly exist, right? Well, there's a, there's only one thing that is harder to find than a unicorn. What's that? <laughs> it's the uh, the Google Streetcar view, right? That's highly debatable. Have you ever seen that thing? Personally, no. But I got exactly, really, bro. Really cool for you. All right, you ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you can actually look up right now. Google searches. No way. Google Streetcar, where are they headed? And it will show you where they're at and where they're going. No way, Live really? Time. Yep, 100%. That is crazy. So the other day I was coming home from work, right? Because, uh, you know, we, we, we both had to work, you know, air quotations, nine to fives, right? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm away home from work, right? I stop at the stoplight. I look to my right and I see a car, right? And on top of the, the this car has something mounted to it, right? It has this fucking uh, metal uh, platform with the with a pole sticking out of the top, and then cameras going in all directions from it. <laughs> I'm looking at it like, what the hell is that, right? And it's this bright blue car, and then on the side of it has the like a c- city skyline. And it says Google Street View, and no. I was like, "Oh my God, there it is! There it is!" Uh, and I was so excited. I was so excited, in fact, that I immediately put immediately pulled out my phone and I said, "Okay, Google, memos." And then I wrote down Google Street Car View to put it in, so we could talk about it on this podcast. 
Dude, it, I was I was literally so excited. I was I was literally yelling. Right, I look over and the person next to me is just staring at me, and I did not give a fuck. <laughs> I was so excited. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I literally cool. literally thought I just saw a unicorn. Yeah, it's the same thing. But, man, but it's not easy to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes you know, track down like a wild animal. Right, exactly. But now that I I know that you can just go to Google and just see where they're at all the time. It doesn't feel so special. But uh so thank you for ruining my dreams. But um Oh yeah, uh, no problems. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what <laughs> that's what the co-host is for, right? <laughs> uh you know, you know, but something else that really had me really, really excited was uh the Conor McGregor fight this weekend, uh versus Dustin Poirier. That number no, trace. Cool. Right? A lot of hype, mm-hmm. a lot of shit talking going into it. And um, a big, big letdown, I might add. <laughs> yeah, Conor McGregor. Very, uh, disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the end of the first round, Conor McGregor took a wrong step, broke his own ankle. Fight's over, right? Very upsetting. The undercards were freaking amazing. Sean O'Malley showed out. He 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 had like a ninety-something percent striking accuracy for the whole fight. Like it was insane. And then. Uh, but uh, another big fight that we have coming up is, uh, you know, for those who actually care, is the Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley fight. That that fight's gonna be going down in August. A lot of a lot of shit talking, a lot of uh, a lot of hype behind it, depending on what it is that you follow, right? And uh, you know, they just recently had the press conference, right? And uh, in their first press conference, Jake uh, offered Tyron Woodley uh, that if Jake wins, uh, Tyron has to donate his whole purse to charity. But if Tyron wins, Jake will double his purse, right? And Tyron wouldn't take the bet, right? So now they had their first official uh, 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 press conference, right? They had their first press conference. And... uh, Jake made a new bet with Tyron, and and it's that if Jake wins, Tyron has to get "I love Jake Paul" tattooed on him anywhere he wants, and then if Tyron wins, Jake has to get "I love Tyron" Woodley tattooed on him. And they uh this they did shake on and agree on, right? So I think that that's going to be pretty funny. There's a lot of controversy behind that. A lot of people coming out and saying that uh, Jake isn't going to get tattooed uh, if he loses. But I think it's the opposite. I think that uh, Tyron, Tyron's the one who's going to back out of it if he ends up losing. Do you think that uh, you think that either one of them will actually get tattooed? Uh, honestly, it, I think so, yeah. I mean, either way, regardless like how you're looking at it, they're both gonna make a good amount of money and a to ridiculous keep going, amount keep, to keep things interesting. You know, they're gonna do whatever whatever they need to do. You know. Yeah, and on top of that, bro, like you can get it anywhere. So you can literally, like, like Jake said, he's like, you could just get it on the bottom of your foot. It's just as long as you do it. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That is kind of a a hard thing to get. Uh, losing a fight and getting your, you know, opponent's name tattooed on you, like a fucking, uh, like a bitch stamp, pretty much. But I, I think they'd do it, yeah. Yeah, like the same thing that uh, Lana Lana Rhodes' husband did did, did 
to did to Lana. You know what I'm talking about the heart on her butt. No, with his no. name. <laughs> you don't watch porn, is that what you're about to say? You don't. Watch... <laughs> I'm not a porn kind of sewer. I'm sorry. Oh God, yeah. No, for for those who don't know, uh, Lana Rose, she's an adult film actress. She has a heart on on her butt with her ex husband's name in the middle of it. So this way, when she like would shoot these film scenes, you know, you would see his name. You know, and uh, it's kind of kind of like the same thing with the, with this fight, right? If uh, either one of them loses, they're gonna be permanently stamped with the other person's uh, name, right? So, but uh, you know, somebody very controversial was let out of prison lately, and uh, personally, this has me a, lot, a bit upset. This is a, a fucked up situation, to be quite frank. And that person is Bill Cosby. As I think everybody knows by now, uh, Bill Cosby is a menace to society. He, he's a predator, right? And uh, so he's been let out of prison because of some um, uh, miscalculations, I guess you could say, in the books. In his case, there was some uh, gray spots, and because of those gray spots, he's been let out of jail, right? A after serving only uh, three years. So within like a week or two of him being out of jail or prison, he announces he's going to do a comedy tour. <laughs> now, this is the most ridiculous thing that I have ever heard. So... Rumor has it, and I'm not sure if this is exactly accurate, but rumor has it that uh, he has cataracts in 80% of his eyes, both of his eyes. So the man is basically legally blind. So, like, is he planning just to stand on stage and just talk and just, just stand still and just stand in front of the mic and just say some words, like some, like, uh, spoken poetry, you know? Uh, I don't know. This, this whole... Thing is freaking ridiculous. Uh, I don't. Yeah, that'll it'll be definitely very interesting if it even goes through. Uh, I looked it up a little bit, and Did you? so there's there's been a few places that actually have because the entire thing is not set in stone at the moment. Um, okay. He's planning on an international tour, so <laughs> some, of the, some of the places he's trying to go is London. He wants to tour around London. And do a bunch of stand-up. And they really haven't given too much word on it. But I know, uh, I was reading, there's a place, the New York City Comedy Cellar. Uh, uh -huh. One of the biggest comedy places in New York. Already before he said anything, said, no, you're not yeah. welcome. You, There's no way you're going to be doing anything here. So there's, everyone is Good. aware of the situation. Ex yeah, exactly. And they're... They want nothing to do with it. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see what actually comes up with this. I, I personally don't think he's going to get any traction anywhere. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know what he was thinking. He, he's, what, in his 80s now? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't get what he's trying to really do. Uh, he's 83, 83, yeah. So dude's old. Dude's old as shit. Like, he should just be grateful that he's out of prison. Not that 
he def most definitely should not be out of fucking prison. He should be spending the rest of his life in there. But he is out of prison. So he should just be grateful he's out of prison. He should just go find a little corner of the world, settle down, and just stay there, shut the fuck up, and just subside away into the fucking, uh, you know, the galaxy and just, just disappear. That, that's not, that's what I think. But, um, you know, but Bill Cosby, he, this dude is something else, man. Uh, back in his heyday, when he was super, super famous, and and uh, he still kind of is super famous, but um, he would, like, go and, like, rent out entire casinos so that he would be the only one there, right? And then he would make the staff, he would, pay, like, pay the staff to uh, stand around him while he eats and watch him eat. And he's the only one who who would be allowed to eat. I mean, like, what if, t- if you got the if you got the money to buy out a casino, that's that's pretty baller. But that is yeah, well, yeah. So up. it's one yeah, thing to rent it. out a casino, but right, you're gonna sit there and make people fucking watch you eat. Like, talk about stroking an ego, right? Like, that's such yeah. an egotistical fucking thing to do. <laughs> and uh, it, not to mention how awkward that would be. Like, how could you just sit there and eat in front of you know? 30 to 100 people and then be comfortable with yourself. Yeah, that's uh, that's something else. Yeah, the dude the dude is no good. That is for sure. So, um, I wanted, uh, I want to go into a little bit of a background about myself, right? So, like I said, my, na- my name is Wyatt. I was born in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee and shortly after we moved to Illinois. And then uh, we we moved around a lot as a kid, uh, and then we ended up eventually send, settling down in a small little town, and uh, in that town is uh, where we met, Evan. That is that is factual. That that did happen. Uh, <laughs> and then I ended up doing uh, fifth through twelfth grade at the same school that you went to, and mm-hmm. uh, through there we we made a lot of friends. Some of those friends we still talk to to this day. And uh, some of those nope. friends we still actively play Xbox with and uh, hang out with when we all get the chance to. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, at an early age, I developed a drug addiction. At 14 years old, I started using drugs recreationally. By 15, I was a flow bone drug addict, uh, which led to a tumultuous late teen years. Right, a lot of bad decisions were made. Um, a lot of stories came out of this that I'm sure we'll get into as time goes on. And uh, and at 19 years old, I had my first overdose, and then at uh, 20 years old, I went into rehab. And um, I just hit four years sober, so that was fucking awesome. My uh, my birthday is in uh, early May, and uh, my four-year mark is at the end of may and uh i was much much more excited to uh hit four years sober than turn 24 years old that is for sure right Mm -hmm. uh and then uh so after the rehab uh, detox and rehab i moved out to minnesota moved to a tiny tiny little town and then uh spent a couple years out there and eventually ended up coming back to illinois and then uh, ended up meeting my my current girlfriend. We had a daughter. 
she just turned uh, one yesterday, actually. And uh, we got to do quite a bit of celebrating. And um, for, for her, we got to actually have two birthday parties for her, which was really freaking awesome. And uh, yeah, that's that's a bit about myself. Evan, why don't you give a little bit of background about yourself? All right, all right. Uh, so, uh, like what I was saying, uh, both grew up in the same kind of area. I was born and raised in Sandwich, Illinois. Uh, spent my entire, uh, you know, eighteen years there, pretty much. Uh, I've been quite a few places actually for work. Uh, I've been to Texas. Uh, California for a long period of time. I uh, currently just moved from California actually to South Korea. I've been here for about nine days, like I said earlier. Quarantine. So far, quarantine. Quarantine. <laughs> so far, not so bad. It definitely is a little warm and humid here. Not as hot as California, but the humidity is something to get used to. I'm sure. Uh, California was awesome. I highly recommend yeah, it to I wanna anybody go, who has never been there. There's so many cool things to do, you know, especially if you're an outdoor type person like me. You can go hiking and backpacking, camping, anywhere you want. I lived up towards the uh, Sacramento area. So, you know, Yosemite, you got the Redwoods, Tahoe. Uh, that would be go so north cool. Up the, north up to Oregon. It's, it's beautiful wherever you look. and the crazy part was moving from Illinois, where it's completely flat, to California, where I wake up and I go out my door and there's just mountains, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's definitely something to be grateful for. And uh, I've been overseas f for work and stuff. I've been to, like, England, uh, some islands in the Mediterranean. Uh, I've been to Vegas. A bunch, yeah. bunch of cool places and a lot of good stories that I'm, we'll get into a little bit later down the line. Uh, I'm pretty excited to uh, talk about them. But yeah, you've got to do a lot of, you've gotten to do a lot of traveling, and I'm very jealous. Uh, uh, I would love to get to see uh, California one day. I would love to go out to uh, Hollywood. I would like to see that. Everyone talks about it. There's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of crazy things going on over there. Uh, I would like to get out there one day. But uh, did did you actually ever go to Hollywood when you were in California? So I've never actually been to Hollywood itself. I've been to the L.A. area, like Anaheim, drove through L.A. And um, not the best experience, as a lot of people know. Um, never actually been to Hollywood itself. That was one thing that I I didn't get the chance to do. Which uh, I was a little bit bummed out about, but I'm sure I'll make my way back there at one point. Uh, been to San Diego and uh, down down that way for a while, and mm -hmm. definitely recommend it. Yeah, it's a uh, kind of quite the opposite for me. Um, I haven't done a, haven't done a lot of traveling. I haven't been on very very many vacations, mostly due to the drug addiction. Right, all of my money always went to uh, you know buying drugs. <laughs> As bad as it is, um, uh, but I will say that uh, Minnesota is a very, very beautiful state. The uh, the two years that I was there, um, I did a bit of hiking. 
a bit of uh, exploring on uh, quads and trikes. So that was a lot of fun. I got to do a little bit of snowmobiling. But one thing, oh, one thing that I really, really wanted to do, but I, ne- uh, it's not something that you're able just to go and do, but I would really love to do is, um, uh, the thing where like the, the, the dogs pull you on the sled because that's a thing up there, but it, nobody like will let you just like come onto their ranch and like let you take their dogs out and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So mm. Uh, I'm sure that there's places dedicated to doing that, but like where I was living, like the, like a lot of people, that's how they make their livelihoods and stuff, you know. So, so it, what's that? What what part were you actually in again? Oh yeah, yeah, I was in uh, uh International Falls, so I was literally right on the border between uh uh the United States and Canada, and that actually uh made things quite interesting because uh the girl that I was seeing at the time uh she was uh, two years younger than I was so um when uh when I moved out there shortly after I turned twenty one but she so so I was able to go to the bars and stuff, but she wasn't because she was uh nineteen right but in Canada, you can drink at eighteen. So we would always just get taxis or Ubers and just fucking Uber in, into Canada and go and party for the night and then just Uber back across the border and then just go look back to our house and sleep. So that always made for a fun experience. You know, uh, everybody who uh, said, uh, you know, it's very true what they say about the Canadians. One, that they're very nice people. That is very true. But they say A after everything. Right, and they uh they say just kidding when they're not kidding, which is very <laughs> weird, and it's the only time that they say it is when they say something that's like disrespectful or rude, they'll say just kidding, and that that was very odd to me, coming from uh <laughs> uh you know coming from the uh you know from from Sandwich, and then uh you know I spent a lot of time out in the Aurora area, Aurora area, and. Uh, if for those who don't know, Aurora ain't a great place to be, and uh, you you know people people don't apologize out here for when they say some rude stuff, you know. And so for for someone to be like, "Oh, your car shit," eh? Just kidding. It's like, what? <laughs> Are you just kidding? Or I I don't know. I don't I don't know what to do in this situation. You know, <laughs> it's like I, I don't know how to I don't know how to react to this. You know, it, it was a uh, very, uh, very interesting. But one thing that makes Minnesota so beautiful is um, uh, they ha- uh, have a lot of evergreen trees and pine trees. And so it stays green all year round, which is really freaking awesome during the winter because uh, the winter is like seven months up there. It's very long. The The summers are very short. And uh, but. You get the snowfall, but everything's still green. It, it, it's so beautiful. But that being said, all that snowfall quickly turns into an insane asylum. And, I, I, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Uh, they get so much snowfall, at least in the northern half of Minnesota, that uh, it literally, everything turns into white walls. So everywhere you go, there's literally 7, 8, 12, 15 feet tall uh, you know, snow mounds uh, everywhere to the point where, like, uh, the storefronts, like, uh, you know, you know, normally, like, when you drive down the street, you got, like, a 
uh, on the side of the road, you got like a three, four foot gap, and then you have the sidewalk, and then you have like the storefronts. Well, they'll mm-hmm. pile the snow up in that three, four foot gap. So, uh, and like I said, it'll be seven, 10, 15 feet high. So you're literally everywhere you go, it's just mounds of snow, and everything's just all white, and you literally end up living in a huge ass mental institution. And, uh, that really took a toll on me. Uh, especially, uh, I ended up like losing like all these things that ended up happening, blah, blah, blah. I ended up without a job. And so for like three or four months, I, I was jobless when I was living up there. Then everything, it, it literally just made me feel like I was in a mental institution. Everywhere you go, it's just, everything's just a huge ass white wall. And, it it definitely takes a unique breed to be able to live uh, uh, up there, and uh, yeah, so so it was def- definitely interesting. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You got any horror stories about any places that places that you lived? Oh man, horror stories. You know, it, looking back at a lot of it now, it's it, at the time it seems bad, but now looking back, it's kind of funny and. A lot of people don't get to experience it, so I guess you'd say it's kind of cool. Uh, it's almost the the opposite of what you were just describing. So in California, up north in the valley, uh, mm-hmm. we get rain maybe you know from I would say October. It kind of starts October November, and then it goes until probably about March April. But during the summer, you'll go five months without seeing rain. And I'm talking like June, July, it's in the 90s, hundreds, every single day. It is dry humidity or, you know, dry, no humidity. Dry heat, yeah. So, so it's not too bad. It's bearable. But uh, when you go place, when you live in there for four years and you, you go back to Illinois and you see like a thunderstorm, you just want to sit out in the rain. and you know just be back and it's it's actually nice seeing that stuff when a lot of people they see rain like oh no not again you know why can't it be nice out Uh, people take it for granted so during the summer in California it's it's yellow it's dry everything's dead Uh, fires are a major (laughs) thing major thing I don't think people realize like how, how bad it actually is there was time I got videos and stuff. I'd wake up in the morning, go out to my truck, and there'd be just covered in ash from yeah. just multiple fires in the region. People's houses burning down. People are losing their lives because of just great wildfire starting. And it, it's terrible. It's, yeah, it's definitely, crazy. but it, it's people are like, oh, you know, it's it's due to, you know, climate change, this and that. It, no, it's it's just dry. It's been like that for years and years and years. Yeah, it, it, things like that happen, and it, it is actually good to burn off some of the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where I where I was last time, there was a bunch of controlled burns just to get rid of it, and it brings new nutrients back into the soil. Yeah, uh, a good crop growth and stuff like that. Um, uh, but California was was very hot. Yeah, well, t- uh. Uh, Joe Rogan speaks about this quite frequently um, on his podcast uh, uh, about the weather in California. He says that, uh, you know, because of the fact that there is no weather, it's always, you know, like, you know, 
clear skies, hot, you know, um, it, it really takes a play on your psyche because it, it really makes it hard to differentiate day to day because everything is mm. just the, on the outside, everything is just the same. And the only thing that changes is what you do, right? And so that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why he uh, wanted to, uh, I mean, taxes, right? Let's be honest. But uh, that, that's another reason why he wanted to get out of uh, California. And that's a lot of, it's, a lot of people say the same thing too, is that the fact that there is no weather out there, it, it really takes a toll on you. But uh, while we're on topic of weather, when I was in Minnesota, everyone would always ask me because, uh, you know, uh, Chicago, Chicago is known for being cold, right? But so, so is the the Midwest, right? So everyone would always ask me, he's like, oh, what, what's colder, Minnesota or Illinois? Minnesota or Illinois, Minnesota. And it's, uh, and you can't, but you can't really compare them. Uh, Minnesota's cold because it's cold. Like, there was literally one time, <laughs> there was, uh, it was literally negative 72 degrees out, outside one time. It, with no wind, okay. It's negative just seventy-two. Negative seventy-two. It was so cold outside. Uh, hard, I'm at work. Kind of hard to believe. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, look it up. Uh, December of 2019. Uh, dude, it is ridiculous. So I'm at work, right? I'm a, I'm a welder, right? And I gotta take a piss. But and we also allowed to sort of like take cigarette breaks, right? So uh, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go outside, take a piss, smoke a cigarette. Right, so uh, I go outside and I'm doing that. I'm so I light my cigarette up. It's like I said, it's negative seventy two degrees. It's outside. It's cold, cold, cold. Right, I start taking a piss and my piss is freezing before it can hit the ground. I have to walk and piss because the piss is freezing. <laughs> I've never experienced anything like this in my in my life. Uh, I'm sure by now we've all seen the videos of the people going out in the middle of winter with the hot water and throwing it up in the air and it freezes. Well, imagine that, but it's just coming out of your dick. Like, it's the, the craziest thing. But uh, the reason why you can't really compare uh, Illinois to Minnesota is... Uh, the same thing is like when it comes to like uh, someplace like uh, California to like uh, somewhere else that's like really hot. Everyone says it's like dry heat, right? So it's different, right? I, and I don't really even know what that really means. But in Illinois, uh, what makes it so cold is the wind, right? So it'll only be you know ten degrees outside, but you got thirty mile an hour winds. So now it's negative twenty, or it's uh, you know, negative ten degrees outside, and it's negative thirty because of the winds, and mm-hmm. and the, the the wind is what tears through your clothes and uh, uh, makes you cold. It, it it chills your bones. Versus in Minnesota, it can be negative fifteen degrees outside, but if you're standing outside in the sun, you're working in a in a light a light sweatshirt. Uh, one of the reasons is because you're also three times closer to the sun up there because you're, you're living on top of mountains. So the 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 sun index is a lot higher. So, but it, it's really hard to, to try and compare like what's colder, uh, Illinois or Minnesota because Minnesota just gets absolutely cold versus Illinois. The wind is just terrible. It, it'll cut through any amount of layers of clothes you're wearing. It, it, it's 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 just bad. It sucks. Illinois just sucks all around. That is very true. I'd rather do. So, 
looking into uh, what you were talking about earlier. So you were uh-huh. correct. It gets fucking cold there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but stumbling upon it, I just, you know, was wondering what was the lowest temperature ever recorded. And uh, just take a guess on the current record of the lowest temperature. Is it just all of Minnesota? No, no, no. This is worldwide. Oh, world. So we're talking about severe. I don't know. Probably like negative 117. Negative 128 degrees Fahrenheit. Ah, gross. Dude, at negative 70 degrees, the liquids in your eyes can freeze. <laughs> That's insane. That is that is insane. That's crazy. Yeah, what? You you know it's cold outside. All right, so uh, for the for those of us who live in the Midwest, you know t- tornado season, right? We all get the alerts on our phones, right? Like uh, severe weather storm coming in, blah blah blah, right? Well, up in Minnesota, we would uh, frequently get cold uh, storms, right? Where uh, like the temperatures would just like plummet, blah blah blah. Well, uh, on the morning where I was talking about where I took a piss outside and it froze. Uh, we get it. We get a message on our phone, and it says, "Uh, you know, every today's projected weather is going to be below negative seventy. So do not go outside. Do not leave your house. Uh, make sure you your pipes are heated. You know all these things. And to me, that was the craziest, uh, the craziest text that I've uh, ever received when it comes to weather. Like, they're literally telling you to not go outside because it is too cold to live. That's that, insane. That's, that's funny. Like, in California, every single day you get a, a heat advisory. Oh, it's going to be 109, yeah. 110. Minimize, minimize your exposure outside. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. That's <laughs> crazy. And, like, you go outside and it is fucking hot. Especially because I, I work outside. Uh-huh. Uh, you get almost kind of used to it because it's it's not as bad. So I've I've been in Illinois where it gets you know in the nineties with seventy percent humidity, sixty percent humidity. That's yeah, it, yeah. It, the worst part is you start getting sweaty, muggy, and it's tough to deal with. But California, it's it's hot. Like you don't want to go outside. But I, I really think. Humidity is worse than extreme dry heat, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Um, and that's another thing too is, uh, you know, when you live in the South, everybody, you know, is like, "Oh, fuck, living in the cold." You know, they spend multiple months in their house during the winter. When you live up, uh, live up north, and when you're up north, people are like, "Oh yeah, fuck the heat." Uh, you know, I would never want to live somewhere where it's continuously over a hundred degrees. But in reality, it's the same thing, just in the opposite sides of the year, right? So during the summer in the south, you spend most of your time inside because it's too goddamn hot to go outside, right? But up in the in, in the north, you just spend your winters inside because it's just too damn cold to go outside, you know? So it's all just a trade-off at the end of the day. What what do you prefer? I, 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 I personally uh, p- prefer the cold just because... Uh, it, uh, the way that I see it is, it's always easier to add more layers, right? With the heat, you can't, you can only get so naked. You know what I'm saying? You, and mm. then you could still be hot. At least with the cold, you can get yourself to a content level of warmth. It is true. I, I will agree with that, 100. percent 
Yeah, and especially because uh, it's the same for me. Uh, 99, 90% of the jobs that I have is, is always working outside. So you can put on a couple layers and then go outside when it's negative 20, negative 30 degrees outside and still be able to stay warm because you got your layers and you're working. So you're still able to stay content. Whereas when it's hot, oh, dude, crazy story. So uh, up in Minnesota, it, it gets hot up there too during the summers, right? And... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working in a welding shop, right? And so, uh, you know, you got you got to wear your boots, your jeans, uh, you know, a t-shirt, and then you got to wear your leather, your leather jackets, because uh, for those who don't know, um, the light that's created when you weld is UV light, right? Which is the same type of light uh, produced by the sun. So you can literally get sunburn from the arc that's created when you weld, right? So you have to wear leather. To, to protect your skin so it'll be you know 90 degrees outside 100 degrees outside and you got to wear your full leathers and your like i said your jeans and your boots in 100 degree weather then on top of that you're also welding which is thousands of degrees right so it gets very very hot and it's very ugly and uh heat stroke is very very real right there and at any given point during the summers of up in this welding shop you can literally just look up and take a look around the shop and literally just watch people just fucking fall over and smack their head off the ground. It's the craziest <laughs> shit, man. Luckily enough, it never happened to me. I always was really good about staying hydrated, but most of the people I was working with, they just beer. It's just beer all day from morning, from the time they wake up, while we're at work welding, to the moment we go home, uh, they go to bed. It's just beer. <laughs> and then yeah it's ridiculous just like looking over at one of your co-workers and just watching them just in the middle of a well just fall straight back straight onto their head passed out because of heat stroke that is pretty crazy yeah it's not fun what uh what what do you do uh so for me for welding the one of the reasons why i enjoy it so much is it's a it's an artistic release for me right i i uh I'm really passionate about it. For for me, it like I said, it's a it's a release. I get to express myself creatively. For, uh, Evan, what's a a way that you get to creatively express yourself? Um, so creatively, to be honest, I'm not very creative. Uh, I do enjoy like kind of expressing myself and all that stuff, but there's not too much that I can really do uh, more on the work side outside of work i don't really express myself i'm not very social i you know i there's times where i'd rather not be like in the spotlight and kind of show everybody what's going on uh but that that's just like yeah. a personal thing well, that- that's that. That's what had me so surprised uh, when you said you you would uh, you want to do the podcast with me, and, and that's the reason why I've never pitched a podcast to you before either. Is because uh, you you typically are a quiet person, and yeah. uh, you know you you do uh, you do typically keep to yourself. So when I was pitching the idea to Dalton again, and uh, again he shot me down, and you were like, "Oh, I'll do it," I was like, "Shit, all right." And then so I, I, you know, I pitched the idea to you and, you know, and here, here we are. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so do, 
do you uh so, so you said you aren't really uh, like necessarily like a creative person but you are an adventurous person so is that where the substitute comes in uh yes and no so uh i've done a lot of i i used to hate public speaking uh, i didn't like talking i know this isn't public at all like up up front and personal but uh i do enjoy talking to other people and you know hearing their points of view and that that what gets kind of centered in it the most is hearing their view and uh either agreeing or disagreeing hearing their viewpoints uh you know listening to where they're coming from learning is a really big one just hearing everyone's yes, opinion. stimulation uh, huge yeah yeah I, I love learning new things and it, i think this is a great way you know we've been good friends for a long time and we might yep. not share a lot of common points and i think that's what one of the great things is is we can discuss all this and kind of a informal uh instance and there, there's a lot to discuss <laughs> a lot yeah and, there's yeah it, this is going to get wild that's for sure there's oh, going to yeah. be a lot of crazy stories uh, a lot of shit that's at least on my end that's gonna make me look like a terrible fucking person <laughs> that's for sure and uh but that's also why i'm excited uh excited about this uh i'm I'm excited to share my story i'm excited to uh let people know that uh you know first and foremost that uh what you did yesterday doesn't define who you are today right as, as humans uh people say that uh people say that people don't change right uh I, I I think that that's false. I think that that's ab absolutely false. I think that uh, humans are forever changing every day, for most people, right? Like ninety percent of people, I would say. Don't get me wrong. There, there, there's always going to be the sheep, right? There's always going to people the, be the people who are just settle uh, will settle with the bare minimum, and they'll continue through life to that through that whole entire way. But that's most definitely not me, and I think that that goes for the majority of people, right? And uh uh i i'm the reason why i'm okay with sharing the things that uh we're gonna eventually let out through the podcast is because P uh, you'll be able to see the dramatic change from who i was to into who i am and uh you know you you can't ever let let your past define you and even as fucked up as my past is uh i, I think it'll come a come across very clearly uh the changes in, in the person and who I who I was to who I've become. Mm -hmm. You, but uh, for for you, your your growth has been uh, uh, more sustained. Yeah, yeah. Would you say? Uh, uh, I I would say it's it's taken a very uh, a a different approach, spontaneous maybe. Uh, there's definitely a lot to discuss and talk about, get into detail, but it, it's been good, I think. I've had definitely ups and downs, uh, to, to some people not extreme, some maybe, you know, it, there's a lot of, a lot of things to get into, and I'm definitely looking forward to talking about everything. Yeah, I'm definitely excited, uh, to hear it, because... Um, 
you know, like you said, we've, we've been friends for uh, a long time, but we haven't got to share everything with each other either. So a lot of the stories that uh, uh, we're going to be sharing, it's going to be the first times that we're going to be hearing them from each other also. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, so, so I'm, I'm really excited for that. I, I'm excited uh, to hear a lot of your stories because uh, I, I know that you've, uh, you've lived a lot of crazy shit. And, and you've done a lot of crazy shit, and uh, and on top of that, I also know a lot of your friends too. So, and I know who they are. So, I know how uh, these stories are gonna go. So, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm excited. I'm looking forward. To it. It seemed a good time. All right, I think this is a good time to start rounding out the show. So, uh, so this isn't gonna necessarily be a guest-based podcast. Right, it's gonna be a lot of just uh, me and Evan. We will have at eventually end up having some people on here and there. Uh, so for just for those of you who are wondering, um, another thing too is uh, we're aiming for our upload dates to be on Wednesdays. Um, it's gonna be a little bit to get everything set up and get the process going. So just bear with us in the meantime. Uh, but uh. Yeah, uh, you guys can uh, follow us on uh, on Twitter if you guys want to keep up with the podcast. And then uh, you'll be able to get the podcast uh, at all of your, your favorite spots, whether it's on Spotify, Apple, YouTube. You'll be able to get them all uh, wherever you want, whenever you want. All right, any last words, Evan? I promise you this is something that you will want to listen to. This is going to be an awesome experience, a bunch of crazy stories. And I would love to hear from anybody who's listening right now. Please uh, contact us with anything that you would want us to discuss. Questions, comments, please, anything. Uh, It will definitely make everything better. Tweet at us. Yep. All right, guys. Twerk, twat, whatever you want. (laughs) Twerk. Twerk at us, too. You know? All right, guys. We love you. Everyone, be safe, work safe, drive safe. All right? Love you guys. See you soon. Peace Peace. out, Bruce.